Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is February Saints, the world is in great turmoil. Most of you still don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. Satan, that old devil, is out there trying to stop the watchmen and the people that are trying to inform you of such. He doesn't want you to be aware. Wake up and get your lamps trimmed. He doesn't want you to know that. He doesn't want you to do that because we are in that time of the end. So if you haven't already, it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to that one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the shofar? You need to really heed the warning and get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for Yeshua tonight. If you haven't already, please, please do so. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. Send me a text first, please, because I'm just going to give you my regular cell phone number. But if you can't reach me on that, you can leave a message at the other regular number. But my cell phone is 316-619-4886. Now, the regular number is 620-878-4682. But you can always find updates, you know, all about us, all about the breaking news, the Wichita Mission Church radio program archives, contact information. All this is where? ProphecyHour.com. ProphecyHour.com. Remember, we are a live radio program. We're simulcast on the net live internationally on some independent FM. You know, we're on four different MP3 streams that you go there, so there's plenty of ways to listen at the website. But you can go to Kick, you can go to Twitch, you can go to Rumble, you can go to PhoneBridge. And we're picked up on most every podcatcher out there for you folks that like to listen to it still on radio because, hey, after all, we are a radio program. But we are on some video sites, and we're fixing to expand. On another note, let's thank our listener base today. Um, Shanghai, China, Warsaw, Poland, Atelier, Turkey, and, of course, cities in the United States such as, hey, Lexington, Kentucky, Dayton, Ohio, Houston, Texas. Last week, Rochester, New York, was the largest group of listeners to our podcast radio archives at branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. So, folks, um, here I am. I'm going to say a prayer. We're going to have a song, and then I want to talk to you for a little while. I don't know for how long because I'm pretty weak, but we'll talk about all that. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua, home in Jesus' name I pray. Father, I pray radio tonight goes according to your will, not our will, Father, and surely not the devil's will. So please give everyone out there ears and wish to hear and understand the truth. 
So, Father Yahweh, in your son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, bless our program tonight. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. Well, folks, let's have this song, and then we'll come back and talk a minute. That's a song by Brother Ben McKnight, and to me it is so fitting, you know. The Father is in control. The Lord is in control, as as Brother Ben said, who has passed away now that I found out. But a lot of you are probably wondering, well, where have I been for the last, what, month? I don't even know exactly how long it's been. I've been off radio. Let me say this. There is so much that's coming against I believe right now the true people of Yahweh are being tested. This ministry is being tested, and we're not turning our, ourselves away from it, no matter how hard the devil is trying against us. And those are tough words to say after what I went through and I'm going through with the ministry. But I do also have some words of encouragement for you. Um, number one, Satan, that old devil, tried to take me out. I mean... My doctor was even shocked. He said that, you know, I've been doing everything right health-wise. 68, I'm really good shape, going to the gym, working out with my son. You know, I'm not as strong as the 23-year-old I was until, yeah, he just pumped on the iron, right? But So, yeah, I go to the gym, pump iron, do all those things, and felt really good. Out of nowhere, um, all of a sudden, I got a, 
blockage. I couldn't go to the bathroom for over a week. Wow, what was all that about? And then so finally, emergency room, three trips before they finally took an x-ray or whatever and looked and said, you got a blockage. And so they did emergency surgery on me to save my life. That's what they did. Um, emergency surgery went well, he said, though, but when we come out, he said, we had cancer um, of a colon, it looked like. And, um, but we got it all, he said. You know, we're going to do a follow-up with a colonoscopy, and, and uh, then we're going to put you back together. You guys can just guess what put me back together means. But he says I'll heal quickly after March 19th when they put me back together. But in the meantime, I'm just so very, very weak. I, I went for um, like um, something like you know over 24 hours just straight throwing up um, before they gave me the operation. And then coming out of surgery, um, the same thing happened. I kept throwing up and up and up and up. And I spent six days throwing up. I'd drink a little bit of water, and then I'd throw up. But yet they said it came out all right. Well, I kept telling them it felt like acid reflux, but... In the hospital, nobody seemed to listen until finally this one head nurse, young lady, listened to me. And she says, well, i got somebody that can test that. we got a whole department. And they tested me. Found out that, that I had severe acid reflux, believe it or not. And that was making me throw up. So, you know, I went for, you know, over 14, 15, 16 days without eating anything, not really having any nutrition at all. They gave me stuff for acid reflux, basically Pepto-Bismol, and within a day I was out of the hospital. But I'm severely weak because I'm dehydrated. Um, I'm fighting dehydration on a daily, hourly basis, and so, you know, I get dizzy and my brain isn't exactly clear. In fact, tonight I, I thought I had booked Michael Snyder to be on with me tonight, but no, that's next week because I asked him to be back at his regular time, which will be next week. We'll be back in a week after with that with Carl Gallops, and I'm going to try and do also a radio program with my wife next week. I don't know. But anyway, and so I'm severely weak and everything, which, you know, let's go on to the ministry. So that stopped me from doing radio, um, of course, because too weak to sit up. I'm I'm amazed that I'm sitting here talking now. But anyway, uh, so it stopped radio, and that really hurt the ministry because we deeply rely on you radio folks that like a program, and then you say, oh, I like that program, so that you donate a little bit, and every little bit counts. Well, let's go with this. So I haven't been able to go to the mission church. Well, my son, my 23-year-old, stepped up into leadership position and he's doing all my work which is now his work yes I, when I get better I'm going to go back and I'll be praying with people and everything but he's doing you know mostly under his supervision well my other son stepped up to help him and then they got another friend to step in and so um, they got a really good team going over there people are getting fed my wife's still cooking and uh, my daughter-in-law still comes over and so we're, we're, we're really good there I'm just Pastor Dan isn't there um, but I will go back at, at, you know, when I get better. I've got a long ways to go. Before my operation, you know, I only weighed like about 140, about 136 pounds, or 236 pounds. Well, before my operation, in the last month, I'd lost 30 pounds before my operation, 30, 35 pounds. Didn't know what it was from. I thought it was because I was, you know, on a diet and doing some things, but. I was happy to lose the stuff around the waist, right? You know, 
uh, felt like I was in good shape because I was still strong as a horse. Well, in the hospital, I lost another 30 pounds. So you can imagine what a 70-pound weight loss does to somebody that just weighs that much. I'm down to like 165 pounds. And uh, so I really got a long ways to go to build back up. But I believe that, that Yahweh brought me through it. I had a lot of people praying for me, big people. Um, nobody's small in the eyes of the Lord. We're all considered, you know, equal. But I had a lot of people praying for me. Um, in fact, you know, funny, even in the hospital, um, Satan, that old devil, sent me a really bad nurse, and she had literally um, yelled at me and attacked me, and I thought she was going to physically do something to me in the hospital. In fact, the hospital basically fired her, um, although they can't completely release, but she, they said she wouldn't be around again. So where does that take us to? Why is this ministry so important? I believe for two reasons. One, the devil never has liked us taking care of his people and bringing people out of darkness over at the Mission Church. You realize how many Bibles we give out? You know, those Bibles are filtering the devil. It puts a thorn in the devil every time a Bible goes out, and we put out um, 20 to 30 Bibles or more a month and other forms of the Word of Yahweh, let alone miracle prayers and such. And that's consistent all the time. You know, we're just a home church with a building. You know, you get that. But yet we're putting out all these things. We're feeding 100, you know, my wife's pumping out 150, 60, 70 plates of food every Tuesday, every Friday. A lot of people are getting fed. They're getting fed. They're getting first aid. They're getting the word. They're getting what they need. This is what we've been doing for years. But then you have this warning message that's going out to the people. Like Michael Snyder said, there's not many people doing what we're doing. And so we are warning the world as it happens. That's technically our slogan that I've had since like 1998. We're warning the world as it happens. And so that's what we're doing for you. We're warning you as it happens. I don't believe the Satan, the devil, wants this old warning message to go out. I believe he's trying to stop us. I do believe that, that there's some big things coming there's a, there's a change coming. There's change. You need to be worried about it, warned about it. You need to trim your lamps. Let's go back to the mission church. And so, well, I couldn't come against the people going there to help. You come in another way. You know, while we're on very limited funds, and a lot of times we go over to Wichita, we barely have the money for gas to get there and back, but we go. We've been doing it faithfully for almost 24 years. It'll be 24 years in June. But... So we go over there, we count on two things. We have a good vehicle to get there and back, right? And it takes two vehicles because there's different parts of the ministry. Things have to be picked up, and my wife has to get there. And so it takes two vehicles to do that 120-mile round trip. So we live, 100, we live 60 miles from the Mission Church. Well, 120-mile round trip plus errands is a lot of miles. My wife just recently, you know, where I'm 68, and she just, she's old enough, 61, you know, she just got put on, you know, um, Social Security, whatever. They gave her a little bit of back pay, and she took the back pay and paid bills with it, you know, amen. But then she bought a little car so she could get there easily cheap, you know, back and forth cheaper than, you know, a big truck or something. Last night, it was, uh, so now we're down a vehicle, 
And, you know, in fact, I wasn't going to ask her to come on radio with me. Actually, I didn't even know I was going to be doing a program by myself, but she's pretty upset because now her vehicle's blown up and we don't have the money to go out and buy one at all. You know, our bank account's running just, you know, barely above going into the red. And, you know, a couple of days it did go into the red. We had to scrounge money to put in a bank account just to get over to feed the people. But that's Satan, that devil. He's trying to stop something. A lot of people say that just before you get a big blessing, then the worst comes, you know, the worst attacks come. Well, we're, attacks are pretty bad right now. But I want that old devil to know that we're not giving up. I'm not giving up on radio. I'm not giving up on going over and helping the people. One way or another, we're going to make it. And this didn't start off in any way, shape, or form being an appeal to you for money or anything. But let me tell you, if you've ever helped us before, now is the time to do so. Because by me being limited in what I can do, there's other things that I do to raise money for the ministry and to go out and do this and bring in donations. Well, that part with me has been stopped temporarily. But we need your support. And right now, I really need to dig up a few thousand dollars to get my wife a vehicle because of her little car, her HHR that she loves so much, has, has blown up. In fact, she was upset about it tonight, crying when she told me. So we need your help. We're going to be here with you on radio through all these things. Um, I pray that you listen to this program. I do want to give you something encouraging, though, that I noticed today. Um, this is, if you all ever go to the Gateway Pundit, this is a message that I came across. And this is by Wayne Allen Root. And this is a, it's, the heading of it is, Do You Believe in Miracles? He goes on. I'm going to read this to you. I hope that doesn't bother you. Remember these words by a sports broadcaster, Alan Michaels. When the other dog, U.S. hockey team, won the Olympic gold medal in 1980 Winter Olympics, history branded that game the miracle on ice. See, in real life, miracles do happen. I believe that. We live in a negative, cynical world. Few of us really believe in miracles, and fewer believe a miracle is happening, even when it's happening right in front of our eyes. But miracles happen all the time. Yes, amen. I'm alive by a miracle. I think I should have been dead what I went through. He goes on to say, you've just been open to seeing and believing in miracles. He says, I believe in miracles sent directly by God is happening right now in front of our eyes. Right now, you just have to open your eyes. And he says, President Trump is that miracle. He's sometimes crude and rude, but he offends so many, he angers so many. The powers that be want him stopped at any cost. Even if, even if they have to frame him by making crimes that never happened, he faces so many indictments and trials. He faces over 700 years in prison. He's being fined by hundreds. Of hey, years. I heard you might need a guest. Uh oh, I've been, I've been attacked. I've been listening. I've been listening. Okay, well, wait. Okay. Go ahead. So I won't interrupt. A second, please. I got to turn somebody, tune somebody in, tune them out. Okay, say hi, mom. Hello. Uh, I, I thought you had Michael Snyder, so. 
And I was I was listening in, so here I am to the rescue. To the rescue. Okay. Let me let me finish this little thing about President Trump. If he doesn't, okay, he faces so many indictments and trials. He faces over 700 years in prison. He's being fined hundreds of millions of dollars and banned from conducting business. He doesn't spend the rest, if he doesn't spend the rest of his life in prison, he could end up losing his empire to bankruptcy. He's painted as Hitler and KKK and a white supremacist, and we're told he is a threat to democracy. If elected, his critics say he will destroy America. Virtually everyone in power, listen to that, folks, everyone in power is against him, from the D.C. swamp to the deep state to the military-industrial complex. That, those people want wars around the world continually. To his own government agencies, the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Justice, and NSA, they frame him and spy on him. All these groups hold the most wealth and power in America are out to stop him. Wall Street, mainstream media, Silicon Valley, the Bar Association, the Teachers Union, Hollywood, Madison Avenue, all of them hate him. Foreign governments are desperate to stop him from ever gaining power again. Global organizations like WEF, WHO, and the United Nations despise him. Almost every globalist billionaire in the world is arrayed against him. George Soros, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and all the rest. Women call him sexist. Black Democrats call him racist. Gays call him homophobic. Muslims call him Islamophobic because of his unanswering faith and support for Israel. But in American Jews, they vote against him. Yet after all of that, President Trump holds the lead over Joe Biden in virtually every national poll, leads in every, battle, every battleground state that determines the election, leads among Generation Z, the youngest voters, are for him, and some polls lead leads among Latin. And in some polls, he leads among Latino and black males. A recent a recent poll showed Trump leading among Jewish voters in the New York State. How is this possible? It's supernatural. It's biblical. It can't be explained. It's a real life miracle. Read it. Okay, let me finish with two real-life stories that back my belief that a Trump miracle is happening in front of your, or in front of our eyes. My nephew is a young doctor in California. He recently graduated medical school after being born with severe physical disabilities. He is a walking miracle and a testament to the power of faith and prayer. For the past decade of college, medical school, and medical internship uh, in California, everyone he met was a liberal Trump hater. 48 hours ago, my nephew, the doctor, was working on at a medical office okay, in Los Angeles, and he witnessed what he described as a supernatural miracle. The news came on the television in the doctor's office. The topic was Trump primary landslide in Michigan. Uh, he was expecting either groans or hatred from everyone in the office, but then he witnessed something that shocked him like never before. Someone in the office cheered Trump, and, and then another, and then another, and soon the entire medical office was cheering and celebrating President Trump. Everyone, patients, staff, doctors, once they realized it was safe to express support for Trump, everyone let it all out. Everyone admitted that they are Trump's on Trump's side in Los Angeles. Wow, just a second. 
Los Angeles, California, the liberal wow. state. That's a yeah. big deal. That's a really big deal. Go on. My nephew, the doctor, said, Uncle Wayne, it's a, it was a miracle. I never thought I'd ever see anything like this. Something supernatural is happening. The, there were, there's those words again, supernatural and miracle. And, his, and then real life story number two. My childhood's best friend is a strong believer in God. And he, but he is a non-political. Yesterday, he reached out to me via text uh, to say, I'm going to say something very odd now, and I don't believe Trump can be stopped. He's touched by God. He's a superhuman. He's got something supernatural supporting him. I don't think anyone can stop him. Amen. I believe that one. In my lifetime, I've never seen a human being on earth surrounded by this supernatural force. Trump doesn't even uh, age like all the other presidents in history. He looks the same as eight years ago. Even after he, all he's been through, he doesn't ever get down, even though he's talking, taking deadly shots even right and left, even right and left, yeah. He's superhuman, unstoppable, unflap, unflappable, and we are witnessing a miracle. There, these are the words again, supernatural and miracle. Do you believe in miracles? It's time to start believing. What's happening is supernatural. Everyone is starting to see it. Everyone is starting to believe it. The signs are there. Trump is the chosen one. Trump is sent by God and blessed by God. And I believe that from the beginning. Um, I believe that from the beginning because the first time around we saw all the things fall off of it. But the right, look how many things that are that, that are falling off of him now. And look at him, he hasn't aged a bit, he, and that is a fact. He, he doesn't look a year older than he did when he started all this. And look at all he's been through. Yeah, amen. And so those are words... And still that, going through. Yeah, those are words of, of great encouragement, I believe. He's a warrior, just look at him. He's, he's a warrior for God. Right. Um, we also... Um, I want to also inform you of something else, and then I don't know how long we're going to be here, but um, there is something going on. There's a place down in Panama. It's called the Darien Gap, and it's a, it's a place where you cross over from the lower South America to upper South America, whatever. But um, we have there's a guy down there that's reporting it, and you can find this out at Gateway Pundit. And what he is reporting is, you know, that, that America has staging areas. And they're bringing, they're literally bringing um, illegals to that area, and America is bringing them to those areas, and they are flying them in directly to the United States with pre-authorization as refugees so they can work and everything. We're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands. This whole thing was pre-planned to replace us. The only thing that's going to save America and the world is President Trump coming back because he's the only one in this whole world. Um, and I'm not talking about, I mean, yeah, Yahweh can do anything, but Yahweh uses people. Right. You know, that's and how that's it works. And who he chose to use. You know, and so we're praying that, that this is right. Otherwise, because if we lose this ele election, if it's allowed to lose this election, we're going to lose the world. Right. Well, um, uh, yeah. And, exactly. And that's setting the stage. And even like right now, they're, they're seeing such a twist in the final end time. 
you'll find the whole world being against Israel. Well, the world is turning against Israel because of their own self-defense of what happened on, on September, or, you know, on the 7th of October. Well, I guess it was October 7th when they went in and raped, the, when those people went in. Oh, yeah. And they raped the women and everything, and so they started the Gaza War to wipe out um, Hamas. Well, but the even in America, the world is turning against Israel. You'll see these things happen. Folks, we're in that time at the end. You need to wake up. And, you know, uh, um, so I was telling them about my medical condition, you know. I'm, yeah, I listened to the whole thing. That's why get, I'm here. Well, I don't know. Am I getting any stronger? Yeah, you're getting stronger. You're, if I keep shoving that food down, yeah. Yeah, she, well, let me tell you what, folks. I couldn't have had a better interview. She's been waiting on me. And I didn't put Ever since I got out of the hospital, I'd be dead if it wasn't for my wife. Well, you've got to eat. That's where you're going to get it. And they've almost destroyed our food, so therefore you have to eat more. Yeah, amen, amen. But anyway, so pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. But how's it been going over there with, with your sons? And it's everything? been going pretty good. We've made some changes, and we've actually agreed on the changes together, and there's been less anxiety. And uh, the people are falling in line. Manny's doing a real good job, and Bubba did a great job stepping right up behind. And then his friend Cody, and he's and he's got medical conditions too. And he he set a goal that he's going to come every Tuesday and Friday, and he sets his uh, pediometer, I think is what they call it, that counts your steps when you walk. And he's got a goal of getting uh, his for his doctor told him he needs at least four thousand steps a day. He said his at five thousand. And every day he's feeding. He's and right at and right at we get done feeding. He said, "I said, what's your steps at?" He said, five thousand twenty-four. So he makes it every time. And yeah. So that and so he's and he's going to help him. He's going to get healthier from the deal. So and then it helps us too because he serves the coffee now. Yeah, we and decided they didn't want to come for whatever reason. So yeah, the Lord always replaces everything. We've been doing it twenty-four years. I'm not. I, I used to be all. Anxiety out about where it's going to come, how I'm going to do this. And just like um, the last day was Tuesday when we went, I didn't even have gas money or money to buy the water or anything. And I scraped in my purse and found $12, $13, I think it was, to give Elijah for the water. And then he had to go pick up Daniela from a sonogram. And while he was gone, I checked the mail, and there was a $100 bill in the mail. So there was $50 to buy the creamer and the water that I needed and $50 for my gas. Okay. So the Lord Stop supplied it. I, w- I want to explain to him a couple of things. <laughs> okay, um, uh, Manny, which is Elijah, that's the 23-year-old. And then my then Bubba, which is Joshua, is my middle son. He's 30. 29. 29. And Cody is a guy that he has been their ch- uh, childhood friend of Bubba's. Ever since they so were So he's considered family. Yeah. And we needed him because I, I think you said it, but we had somebody unexpectedly leave after 14 years yeah. with the ministry, yeah, just which also him. hurt us financially. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. so the devil's been trying to come against finances. For some reason, he's came so hard against the ministry to try to stop it right now. Um, so, but you know, we're standing strong again. Well, for the longest time before you, when you were getting sick, uh, for uh, at least six months, the devil was hard against us anyway. Everything always come up and happened on Tuesdays and Fridays, our feed days. 
Yeah. We had to deal with problems every Tuesday, every Friday. He tried to stop us. Yeah, amen. Um, but, you know, we stood strong, you know, and, and you you got to wonder why now. Well, you know, I believe that the devil also wants this warning message stopped that we've been given to the world. But uh, it's just... Uh, and he's really picking on me and my vehicles. You know, I got that town and country, and I didn't want it at first. I was scared it was going to blow up. And then I just got comfortable driving it and loving it. And what happened? That, it that was blew up. That was the town and country. Chrysler that I had yeah, right before band. this one, and then I got my back pay, and I bought this one outright, and I was so happy about it. It was my little ball bag. I got my little cat stickers on it, and everybody's always looking at my stickers and making comments on it, and I just got down. I was walking back from the house, from Manny's house to the corner house last night when he was dropping off of it, and I was looking over there at with the headlights. I go, I really love that vehicle. I am so glad I bought that. And then he comes in and tells me that it was wrapping out at 3. Well, he actually told you I was overhearing it. So I went and had my mechanic son, which is my mechanic. Um, I had him look at it, and he it was only running on three cylinders. He pulled them all. It's a four-cylinder, and it was running on three. So he pulled them all out and moved them all around. It was all dry, and it runs like it runs normal now. But it's going to blow up as soon as it heats up. It's got a cracked head because he went to put the half a quart of oil in it that was low, and there's water all in the top of that. So he said, drive it till it blows because it's got a cracked head. That's what right. the problem. But, but that let me let me. But talk I just it. got to love it too. That's the same thing that happened with my town and country. Okay. I think I'm going to get a horse. I can't do that because I have a deal with the Lord. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let me I make a couple clarifications because we actually are all running out of time. Okay. Okay, number one, um, yeah, vehicles, that's a really, really big deal. Frank's over here says, Satan's messed with your radio program. Yes, he's been messing with it for a while now. Um, and even and Frank himself, ABRM, which hosts this and broadcasts this, has been under severe attack. So Satan the devil does not like this warning message. I really need you folks, if, like I said earlier in the program, if there's any way that you can do it, now is the time to step up. We now, like Mom says, you know, she said, well, you can, it's driving normal. But that's only like for 10 miles at until, a time. Until it gets hot and then it'll blow up. And so right. I so, can take the chance of driving it and getting stranded or I can park it. Anyway, it's not feasible to drive it over a couple of miles away right. from home because she may end up walking back. That's uh, Driving normal doesn't mean anything. She just means... Within a couple of miles, it's going to heat right back up and blow up. It's not feasible to drive it out of our little tiny city, right. period. So it's blown up. Yeah. We need to raise money for a vehicle. We need your prayers, first of all. I mean, I want you to pray for American Voice Radio. I want you to pray for this radio program. I want you to pray for the ministry. Stop the Satan's, Satan's attacks against this, this ministry. We are going to keep the warning message one way or another if I have to record on a cell phone and send it to you. We are going to keep this warning message up, and we're going to keep feeding the people. Amen. Yeah, amen. So, but folks, um, tell them how they can donate. You can donate online cash, by Cash App, by mailing a check or money order, or you can uh, call donation over the phone. You can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Really, folks, and, you know, so pray about supporting what we do, you know, whether it be in prayer or, or what. We really do need your prayers. Um, 
normally, okay, yeah, about 58. I got 10 minutes. So, do you think anything else you want to say? We've got about 10 minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do need uh, we do need stuff for the for the church to give the people. I mean, if you have anything, it, it, it is spring cleanup, spring cleaning. I know everybody's going to be getting rid of stuff, so anything they'll take any and all things. So if you have anything you need to donate, get a hold of us, bring it by the church, and somebody will come for it. Yeah, and if you live in the Wichita area and you want to buy some food or something, about the only thing I don't think we need is eggs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some Mennonite uh, Mennonite guy owns the shop, stepped up, and he, he took on the egg thing. Which I do egg salad in it, and, and uh, they take turns making it to see who can make the best egg salad. Yeah, well, you know, the people are getting fed, and, and uh, you know, so it's, it's a miracle. And that's in itself. And, boy, you know what? The Mennonites, they really did... They, they will renew your, you, you know, they go around these funny little hats or whatever, but, you know, they really showed me God's love. They wouldn't believe how much they love to give. They've been and, supplying Bibles for a few months, right? Don't they do about Well, it's like this. It's been a year. They, oh, they, wow. they, she decided, the one Mennonite lady decided, she says, I want to take care of your Bibles. Yeah, she gets And so we get really nice covered, large front Bibles. covered ones, yeah. And beyond that, she also gives out. They send. You never know what they're going to send. But when I, I said I was in a hurting for gloves, they sent 800 gloves. Right. You know, they send hoodies. Then they bought. Yeah, hood. They gave them brand new hoodies. Yeah, and they hoodies gave them plastic, and a lot of things. Plastic bedding to put down to put their bedding on so they could stay dry. Right. Amen and amen. So you know they they do so much, but they the, the thing, and then they recruited other Mennonite people, but. And they, they hand so blankets. Hey, they helped me through Thanksgiving this last year. Boy, was they a blessing. Yeah. Let, let me say something here. Um, you know, when, when I got hurt, or, you know, hurt, uh, tortured, but literally it was kind of like torture at the hospital. They did torture, yeah. Um, anyway, the first person that responded and helped really for me um, financial-wise is they, they gave me some money for my personal needs, which I desperately needed, but they also... Um, like the this one Mennonite lady, she hand, she made me a, a special Both blanket. Both of us. She made me a kitty cat blanket. Yeah, and made me a camouflage blanket. Um, and it, nice, it, too. It, yeah, and it meant so much, you know, the love that was put into it. There's the point, the love that they put into it and the caring that they do. And they give us things, you know, whether they give them, you know, what's for the homeless or whatever, poor. And that, and that, and that same woman that made us those blankets also gave me a food donation the same day. Yeah, so I mean, you so really I was needed it. pasta, and that's what I needed, pasta, so it, it got pasta and meat for uh, three weeks. Yeah, amen. So anyway, folks, we really need your help. Um, uh, pray about supporting what, what we do. Um, I really, really do need that. Um, I think, what we got? About three minutes here. Um, I would like if uh, this guy is paying attention on the other end I want to see if he can uh, we got time for this I'm not sure which one it is okay well I can't do that because I don't know which one it is um, anyway I think we're going to get out of here but next week like I say next week will be uh uh, Michael Snyder back. I'm just run out of gas, folks. I'm I'm just overly worn out. I gotta go. But 
Remember, there is really only one true God. Who is he? He is your father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the water, is the way to the Father. Please, folks, take this message seriously. You need to get right because this world is just upside down. It's on its way for Messiah to return. And remember, he said that we're not going to get out before great tribulation. In fact, he gave the warning, in Ma and it was recorded in Matthew 24 that says that immediately after the tribulation of those days. So anyway, pray about supporting the Mission Church. We really need your help. And remember, always be a blessing to others. If you see somebody that needs some help, help them. If you're able to help them, help them. That's God answering their their prayers through you. God uses people. That's how he does his work. So if he's, if you have an urge to do something good for somebody, that's most likely the Lord using you to do that good work. Yeah, amen and amen. Um, if you read James chapter 2, it talks about faith without works being dead. And it says don't just pray for them and send them on their way. You, do, you need to give them those needful things that they're asking for. And so go read all of James chapter 2. That will really lift you up. And pray for the peace of Jerusalem, because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're, it's like praying for Messiah's return. Remember, he'll bless those that bless them, and he'll curse those that curse them. And remember, you are Israel. You're grafted into Israel. You'll find that out in my book that I'm writing right now called Unto the Least of These. Okay, we're going to go. Lord our God, Father, 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 King of the Universe, I ask in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Father, that you would please bless and keep these people that are listening, and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be pleased, be gracious to them, and give them peace. Like no one or nothing else can, only your peace can help us. Until next Thursday, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye, and Shalom. You all be blessed. Yeah, Thank featuring you. Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.